Welcome to Sermons from St. Paul's Lutheran Church of Minot, North Dakota. St. Paul's is anchored in the message of Christ crucified for the forgiveness of sins, for the church and for the world. The following sermon is from Rev. Dr. Matthew Richard. Holy Gospel according to St. Matthew, the sixth chapter. Jesus said, No one can serve two masters, for either he will hate the one and love the other, or he will be devoted to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and money. Therefore, I tell you, do not be anxious about your life, what you will eat or what you will drink, nor about your body, what you will put on. Is not life more than food and the body more than clothing? Look at the birds of the air, and they neither sow nor reap nor gather into barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not of more value than they? And which of you, by being anxious, can add a single hour to his span of life? And why are you anxious about clothing? Consider the lilies of the field, how they grow. They neither toil nor spin. Yet I tell you, even Solomon, in all his glory, was not arrayed like one of these. But if God so clothes the grass of the field, which today is alive and tomorrow is thrown into the oven... Will he not much more clothe you, O you of little faith? Therefore do not be anxious, saying, What shall we eat, or what shall we drink, or what shall we wear? For the Gentiles seek after all these things, and your heavenly Father knows that you need them all. But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added to you. Therefore, do not be anxious about tomorrow, for tomorrow will be anxious for itself. Sufficient for the day is its own trouble. This is the Gospel of the Lord. In the name of Jesus, amen. Well, my friends, there are many, yes, many, many reasons to be worried these days. I don't have to convince you of that. Yes, many reasons. There are forest fires in the West, rioting in the big cities, flooding in the South, and to make things worse, the coronavirus is lurking everywhere to ambush you when you least expect it. And let us not forget the grind of everyday life worries. Yes, those worries of everyday life, of that grind of life. There are bills that must be paid, house projects that need to be finished before the big blizzard that comes, health issues that need to be resolved, and on and on and on. And obviously, as you know, there's an election coming up. How can we forget that? That is everywhere. What on earth is going to happen to our country if Trump gets reelected? Or what on earth is going to happen if Biden gets elected? What is going to happen? Worry everywhere, plaguing us all the time. 
You know, and it certainly does not help to turn that television on either or look on social media on that phone that you have before you. You see, when you turn on the TV or look at your phone and social media, what you will find is just more things to worry about, more things to unsettle your mind. And that is the real problem, is it not? That is the real problem. There are so many things in this world that stretch our mind apart in worry. Most of us just run around like a frantic madman or a crazy chicken trying to address all these problems that we have before us, all these problems in life. You see, we're kind of like a person who's trying to stop a bunch of leaks in a faulty dam. We put our finger in one crack to stop the water, but then as we do that, we notice a dozen more cracks on the other side. So we remove our one finger from that crack, and then we try to clog these other cracks. However, as soon as we do these cracks over here, that one crack that we initially realize and notice, well, it starts spraying water again. And on and on and on we go. And to make this problem worse, what happens is that so-called experts and pastors, they come along, and they see all these worries, all these cracks, And then they say to themselves, they say this, perhaps I will write a book or preach a sermon series about all the things that people are worried about to help them not worry. If people are worried about riots or coronavirus, fires, politics, climate change, and money, well, these subjects are certainly relevant to the people that are before me. They're very interesting to them as well. Perhaps I can do a six-part sermon series or write a book about riots and coronavirus and fires and politics and climate change and money to help these people with their worries so that they might not worry about them. And so, as you know, books are written and sermons are preached about things such as riots and coronavirus, fires, politics, climate change, and money. And people... Yes, people in our society, well, they buy these books up and they listen to these sermons with great zeal, with great zeal. People, they actually get really excited about the prospect of being able to manage all the things that they worry about. However, there is a catch. When all is said and done, they have not added a single hour to their life or fixed much of anything. You see, nothing is accomplished except they are more worried about the riots and coronavirus and fires and politics and climate change and money and so forth than they were before. You see, the more that we study the things that we worry about, the more educated we will be in worrying about those things. Think back to that illustration of that leaking dam. Imagine an expert coming along and saying to you, let me teach you how to put your finger in that crack to stop all the water from coming out. And then imagine that you do just that. You put your finger in the crack to stop all the water. You've got it. But then imagine that expert coming along and pulling your other arm out of its socket and having you place that finger in another leaking crack. Remember, the expert has helped you examine all the cracks and how they need to be plugged. He has made you aware of all the cracks and what needs to be done to stop all the leaks. And so you plug that second crack over here. 
but that is still not good enough. You're plugging one here and plugging one here. You must then reach with your toe and plug more cracks. You've got it, don't worry. Well, truth be told, yes, truth be told, you don't have it. You don't have it. It's quite obvious that you cannot be stretched this far, plugging every single crack with all of the parts of your body. It just does not work. It is not humanly possible. Your body, quite frankly, would have to be ripped apart to plug all of those leaking cracks. And yet, here's the point. Get this, my friends. Here's the point. That is exactly what you and I do with our minds when we spend all of our time trying to master and conquer the things in our life that cause us worry. We are stretching that mind apart, tormenting that mind. In the reading from the Gospel of Matthew, Jesus tells you and me not to be anxious, not to be worried. Indeed, Jesus says, do not let your mind get this, be divided and stretched apart by many things. But you and I may say this, well, there is so much going on in life, there are so many things that one must consider in life, are we not to be aware and be proactive of all of these leaks, all of these things in our lives that cause us to worry? Yes, my friends, it is good. It is good to be diligent and to be a good manager of the resources you have been given in the vocations that you've been called into. But that is not the same as worrying. You see, the Lord does not want you to spend your life with a divided mind scurrying around, frantically jumping from one fear to the next, never resting in his care. You see, with today being Confirmation Sunday, with today being Confirmation Sunday, it is not only a great gift to the confirmants, it is also a great gift to you, the congregation. The reason being, confirmation is a time where those confirmants are educated in the main thing. That is to say, confirmation is not a time where the youth are gathered together and educated in a way that divides their mind into a bunch of different philosophies and ideas and movements. We do not bring those youth in and tear their mind apart. But rather, it is a time of education where everything is cast aside so that the confirmation students can be established in those six chief parts of the Christian faith. Those six chief parts being the Ten Commandments, the Apostles' Creed, the Lord's Prayer, baptism, absolution, and communion. Those six chief parts, the bread and butter of the Christian faith. And for the rest of the congregation, for you, it is a reminder of what is essential for us to believe and teach and confess. As Christians, we must keep in mind that we never outgrow the six chief parts of the catechism. Mark this. The Christian faith is quite simple. It is simple because it does not change. This Christian faith is not some progressive movement. The Christian faith does not change because truth does not change, and truth is Jesus. The world, though, is constantly changing, 
It is constantly changing, perhaps circulating through endless myths and chatter. The world actually acts like a hyperactive dog in the middle of a forest of squirrels. Squirrel that way, a squirrel over there. Oh, I hear a squirrel. But you know this. You do not need to have a divided mind like so much of the world does. The Christian faith is expressed in our small catechism. It is true, it is unchanging, it is relevant, and it is secure. The Christian faith teaches you that you do not need to fuss and worry about every little thing in this world as if there is no God, as if you are on your own. Blessed saints, you've been baptized You've been baptized, you've been absolved of your sins, you have been claimed by the one who cares for you. Do not worry. Do not fret. Do not have a divided mind. Think of the birds of the air, as Jesus mentioned, and the wildflowers of the field. Do they fuss and do they fret and they worry? Do they run around in a complete frenzy in this life? No, they do not. Well, those birds, they are certainly busy with building and gathering food, but they do not have a divided mind of worry. And the wildflowers in the field, they're not running around with a crazed shopping look, trying to pimp themselves out with the newest clothing and the best sales at Macy's or Nordstrom's. Wildflowers, they blossom in peace, making the best dressed, frenzied woman in the country looks shabby compared to them. The point being, if God gives attention to the appearance of wildflowers and if he cares for birds, which he does indeed, are not you more important than they? Are you not more important than a bird? Yes, you are. And so the Lord will attend to you. He will take pride in you and he will do his best to provide for you because you belong to him and him to you. You are his baptized children. Now, if you did not have the Lord, indeed, if you did not have the Lord, it would make sense for you to fuss over all the things in life and be burdened with a constant divided mind of worry. But you do have the Lord, and he does care for you. Therefore, you do not have to worry. You do not have to have a divided mind. And so when you hear about riots and when you hear about coronavirus and fire and politics and climate change and money and the hundreds of other things in this world that keep Americans up at night with a divided mind of worry, you can relax. You can have a mind free of worry. Because of this, no matter how good or bad things get, the Lord Jesus Christ is your help. He is your truth. He is your consistency. He is your unchanging certainty of assurance. But keep in mind, having Christ does not mean that you put your head in the sand to the issues of life. Being a naive Christian, no way, no how. But instead, it means that you do not need to get worked up about what may or may not happen tomorrow or the next day or the day after that because you know that the Lord cares for you in this life and he does care for you, especially in death. And the Lord holds each day and he holds it for you. So today, remember the simple truths of the Christian faith as expressed in that small catechism as we indeed celebrate Confirmation Sunday for our confirmants. Remember the consistency of the truth. Remember that you have a Lord who cares for you. And return always to the assurance of your baptisms. Confess boldly that you belong to Christ and no other. 
and have a mind that is at peace, not worry. Because the God of the universe, he has indeed snatched you out of death unto life, and he will keep you today, tomorrow, and the day after that, and the day after that, and the day after that, he will keep you for all of eternity. You have a Lord. He does not change. He's the beginning and the end. You belong to him and he cares for you. You are free from worry, free from a divided mind. In the name of Jesus, amen. Thy strong word bespeaks us righteous, bright with thine own holiness. Thank you for listening to today's podcast sermon. You can access a full manuscript of today's sermon from Pastor Matthew Richard's blog at www.pastormatrichard.org or visit St. Paul's website at www.stpaulsminot.org. The Lord bless and keep you.